When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Well, we will know in, uh, well, let's see, 27, 34, 35, four days. No. Yeah, four days, Melissa. Whether you and I are owners. Oh, I already know. That's, you already know you thing. are. That's you are. It's thing. me. It's me. That's what I was getting at. I know <laughs> you're an owner. I may be an owner as well. And if it's that case, we're going to uh, talk to Wikipedia and see if we can get that entered in the uh, Green Bay Packer information that Melissa Constancer and Bernie <laughs> Rayner are owners. Do you even have a Wikipedia page? I feel like you would. No, I, I don't think I do. I don't think I do. I don't think it's in there. I don't think I have one. I don't think I'm important enough uh, at, at, at the moment. But perhaps if I become a Packers owner, that will change things. You're listening to the Weather Insider for Tuesday, December 21st. Melissa Constance or Bernie Reno. Of course, we got to get the sports out of the way first. Our Packers won. Mm-hmm. I had a heart attack, but we did win on uh, on Sunday. I knew they were going to I knew they were going to that defense was, <laughs> you know, you just knew what when they when he when Rogers missed Lazard in the corner in the right corner of the end zone, which would have made it 35, 24. It's game set match. When that didn't happen, I said, "Uh oh, I already mm-hmm. I can already see how what's going to happen. But anyway, we're one and uh, uh, we won. And then since since I did not work Monday, I stayed up and watched the the New Orleans Tampa Bay game. Ah. And that was nine nothing New Orleans. So now Tampa's 10 and four. But the team mm-hmm. you've got to work, no one's talking about this team. I've been talking about them. The Cowboys. The Cowboys only have one conference loss. One. That one loss, you know when that was? The opening game remember. of the season, the Tampa. That's the only oh. conference. The other three losses are all to the NFC West. They lost to Denver. They lost to Kansas City. And they lost to, did they play San Diego? They lost to some Oakland. Oakland hmm. beat them. Oakland beat them too. So they only have one conference loss. So right now, if Green Bay and Dallas are tied, Dallas gets the number one seed. So, boo. Boo. Well, that's no. all right. We play well in Dallas, though. We I, own I Dallas like... <laughs> in Dallas. I feel like as a like raised Eagles fan slash now Green Bay fan, um, you know, Cowboys are still a hated team from. Oh, well, yeah, there's no like, question. It's kind of raised that. in me, you know, like you just. Uh, well, so. you know, they call them America's team for a reason. Either love them or hate them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like it's split on that. All right. Some breaths of winter coming to the Northeast. You know, I've been cooking up. Remember, let's talk about this Christmas Eve. There is indeed going to be a system Christmas Eve. However, however, it's a relatively weak system. And as we talked about, yes, last week, if they were going to get snow, it would be the it would be the areas that have been getting it, the upper Midwest in the New England. And that's indeed going to be the case Friday, Friday evening. But you know what? You're north of the thruway. You're going to you're going to have a white Christmas because I think you're going to get snow late Friday night into Saturday. 
And so, Greg, I, I think it's enough. Yeah. Before we get into a lot of that, I do want to backtrack a little bit because okay, go ahead. Uh, this last system that came through over the weekend, did it yeah. perform how you wanted? Well, I'm bad. I think Portland, I saw seven inches around Portland. I saw over six in Concord. I saw okay. spots that got- There was a couple got, nine and tens in tens Vermont. In Vermont. I kind of I, thought I, it was going to be New Hampshire. But. Sure. I, yeah, Vermont, I thought it would be farther west. I did see some elevations. I thought there'd be like, you know, when we got to Concord to Port Portland, I thought there'd end up being eight or nine in there. Okay. I saw around I seven I, in Portland, six in Concord. Syracuse mixed. So mm-hmm. the one, the three worked out well there. But I, just, I thought there'd I be asked, a little more. I asked because there are some listeners on po- of po- this podcast that were, were talking about how, hey, you know, I, they lived in, I'm, I'm assuming, southern New Hampshire, didn't quite get. And they were real close to that line. I'm sure where yeah. you probably you have lived 30 miles north. You got a lot of snow. And if you lived 30 miles south, you didn't get anything. So the, the, the number in Concord was six point four. I thought there'd be a six to 10 inch band in there. So it got to the lower end there. Uh, If you look at Portland, Portland, uh, Maine, they end up getting seven. Mm -hmm. So that, you know, lower end, I thought instead of three to six, it was six to 10. Yeah. But it, 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 I thought it would do a little better. I did think it was going to do a a little better excitement sensed maybe just a little bit more. I was expecting maybe a 14 inch with your excitement, but uh, I thought it performed well. I just wanted to clarify that. Now let's get into to yeah. Christmas before yeah, we, Christmas, we, we need to go forward now. Little little forward, but I'll tell you what. Yeah, I, I, I when I was looking at the OBS out of Concord, I was like, this is Concord and Portland. Thought they'd get another inch or two got to the bottom end, but it never really got in the southern parts of New Hampshire, mm-hmm. which was a little disappointing. All right, we have another little system. This is my Christmas Eve storm we've been talking about for ten days. It's not a big <laughs> one. It's not going to be a big yeah. one. It's not going to be because the problem is, is when you look at the energy, it's just disjointed. You have a piece here, a piece here, a piece here, a piece here. There's no consolidated piece. So it's a weak system. But you're going to get some snow with this uh, beginning Friday across the upper peninsula of Michigan, maybe the northern lower. And then you do get a little injection of cold air Friday night in the New England. So, you know, I think north of the thruway again, you know, around Concord, around, you know, Portland, you're going to get a little bit of snow. Not going to be a whole lot, but certainly enough to make it, you know, you already have snow on the ground. You're going to get a little more. It looks like a one to three, two to four in there. That's what it kind of looks like to me, mm-hmm. you know, Friday night in the Saturday with this system. Not a yeah, lot, this, but enough. This one's kind of a, like you said, a bit of a, a weaker storm system, kind of a light hitter, if you will. But it will give people that look that they want and in then some hot, locations. And then hot on its heels, you have another one, perhaps, going across the upper Midwest, the same area. Christmas Day in the in the in the Sunday that looks a little more interesting because you got an injection of cold air by the first one. So we'll keep an eye on that. The second one that's coming out of the Rockies and it will do so. It will come out um, uh, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. It goes across the plains, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, about the Midwest. And then we'll watch that Saturday night in the Sunday. But that's a that's that's actually the one that I've been waiting for. The other one's a little front runner, you know, Friday and Saturday. This is the one I've been waiting for. But it's 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 mostly Christmas Day Midwest and then Sunday in the Northeast. That bears watching. Yeah, this one's going to start digging over Ohio. Yeah, it is. 
trying to gather some more moisture, trying to gather just a little bit more of everything. Yeah. And unlike the, the its predecessor, this one's not scattered about, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. it, you have it's not all these little small pieces. It's it's one consolidated piece that comes out of the Rockies. So it comes out into the plains on, on, on Christmas Day and then it moves east. And this one, I think, has a has a shot of more substantial snow with it. So we'll keep an eye on that. I don't think it's Chicago, though. Mm-hmm. I think it's in the areas that we've we, we've maybe seen Milwaukee, but maybe, maybe. But even there, I'm not sure. You know what? It, the cold air is, you know what? The, the, there's an old forecaster phrase. It snows where it wants to snow. <laughs> it, it does not want to snow in Chicago. It doesn't want to snow in Cleveland. It doesn't want to snow like here in Pennsylvania. It's been north of the thruway. It's been across the upper Midwest, northern parts of Michigan, you know, Wisconsin, Minnesota. So that's the area to look at. That would be Christmas Day. So you would lose the opportunity for the Christmas. So in the Midwest, if you don't have snow on the ground now, you're not going to have a white Christmas because I think the next storm will be after Christmas morning. So. But in a lot of ways, though, you talk about snow, not snowing in places like Chicago or South, you know, in a lot of ways, we need to build that snowpack up for the northern areas before we can get the cold air to be more persistent farther south. And in general, too, what good or bad, I don't know if you want to say that way, the ridge is throughout the southern U.S., Texas to the Carolinas, that ridge is strong enough that it's going to keep on pumping in warm air, but it also, in a good way, limits severe weather. Well, too. that's true. So yeah. so as much as uh, Chicago is missing out on it, because the ridge is building to, through the south, the upper level ridge and everything that is going to keep uh, some of the severe weather at bay. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the other problem is, is the pattern. There's too much trough in the west. You know, you know, and and here's the thing. When you have all these storms in the West, it's hard. It's hard to build, get much cold air in the in the the, in the much of the country because you're you're just flooding the country with the Pacific air. So and and you have this West Southwest flow that keeps all the cold air bottled up in Canada. So you just can't get it too far south. That's why we keep talking about the upper Midwest and New England. That's the one area you get enough bleeding of the cold air to get snow. And that that's not going to change. Now, if you want snow, though, you head to the West. Oh, I mean, this yeah. is, I, you know, I, you know, I don't even know where to begin. Um, let's just stop at, at the end of this week. Let's not even get in the next week. That's good. <laughs> because it gets a little murky after that. But you, you, you've got this. You've, you've got right now you've got this upper low off the California coast, off the northwest coast. You've got energy. That, by the way, you want to look at some OBS, take a look at Fairbanks. They got about nine, 10 inches of snow. They got thumped. Hmm. Well, that energy is coming south. And that's the thing. These storms are coming in from the west now to coming in from the north, from mm-hmm. Alaska down. So they're colder systems beginning with this one. So this first system drops down. And what it's going to do is it's going to, in a sense, phase with that upper low off the California coast. And then that's going to bring all that moisture into California beginning a little bit tonight. But especially as we get in the Wednesday night and Thursday, that's when you get, you know, some steady precipitation in the California. And by the way, we're, we're going to get rain all the way in the Southern California with this Thursday night into Friday. That looks like a soaking rain, like one to three inches in, mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. But that begins the pattern in the West this week. Now, the initially it's too warm, but then behind that, 
you've got another system and I'm tracking it. It's in the it's a, it's in the Bering Sea. Mm-hmm. That's going to come up across Alaska. And then that comes down in the California Friday and Saturday. And this is a much colder system where snow levels, you know, are down below 3000 feet in, in the Sierra. So I was talking about this, how much snow from now until Sunday is the Sierra going to get, let's say up above, you know, 8,000 feet. And I, I contend it's going to be somewhere around seven to nine feet of snow, just ending this week, <laughs> just ending this week. That's what I'm thinking. And that is good news. Oh, my goodness. That's the one thing I I feel like this year, you know, I think a lot of us in the East, we want the the mild or we want the the snowy Christmas. If you're um, into that kind of thing, the white Christmas and you want kind of the chill in the air, places like Chicago certainly could see that. But this pattern is so conducive for the Mm -hmm. West. And honestly, like I'm like, okay, I'll sacrifice my own wants and needs to help them out because uh, this is going to help build back that snowpack, which is so essential through certain parts of the West from the Cascades on down to the Sierra. And then on top of it all, I mean, you're talking about beneficial rain too, and just a cold pattern places like Seattle, possibly getting in on the snowy action. I was going to bring that that up next. Yeah. With that system. I mean, uh, yeah. well, Portland already did it. I was actually kind of shocked. I I think it was they, what Saturday night. I did Sunday see morning. that. I it was snowed like, oh. there. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah, Portland got 0.2 inches, which means Portland saw their first snow measure of snow before Chicago, well, Chicago which yeah. is, is a little, little backwards in my personal mind, but nonetheless, uh, still pretty awesome. And again, this, this, this next uh, bout of cold is going to bring it to places like Seattle potentially. <laughs> It's not the ideal setup for snow. And so, you know, I would like to see the upper low a little farther offshore. This is the coming in Saturday and Sunday, because if you get the upper low a little farther offshore, that means you have the low pressure offshore. And then you're bringing in the easterly wind at the surface to get that Mm. jam, that cold air from from British Columbia in the Seattle. And then if you have a west southwest low aloft, you overrun that. That would be the ideal. You've always told me it has to come in from the northeast. The, yeah, yeah, the cold, got, the cold, the has cold. To come yeah, in from yeah, the northeast. It's and from this the. This one didn't. Way. No, it's with low heights. It's with low heights. So the heights get low. It's cold enough aloft, but you're not. You know, you're not getting temperatures in twenties and snow. And that's how you get a big snowstorm in Seattle and Portland. You get the wind coming in out of the east because the upper low is way offshore. And it's usually a positively tilted trough, which allows the cold air to come into the surface. Then you get a west-southwest flow aloft. So you have Pacific moisture overrunning. the That's how you get it. That's not this, but the trough goes right over them. So what happens is it gets cold enough. So you're around 33, 34. And then you know what happens? Because of the upper lows over them, you get bursts of snow. So then you start snowing hard. Temperatures fall down right to the dew point. So it's 32, 33 degrees. And presto, you start getting snow, you know, because you have hills in Seattle around 500 feet, you know, in some of the areas. And I do think with this second system that's coming down, you mentioned. So I think it is going to snow in Seattle and Portland. I don't think it's till Saturday night, Sunday. But there's going to be some yeah. snow. And it's it the lowland. Yeah. That cold air to really settle yeah. in. It's not the ideal. It's not the perfect setup, but the heights are low enough with this system that I think you are going to get snow. And, you know, the lowlands, 
east of the uh, west of the um, Cascades and east western Washington and Oregon, I think there's going to be one, two, three inches of snow in the lowlands, the coastal mountains. You know, some of those coastal mountains, I think they go up above 12, 1300 feet. They're going to get mm-hmm. several inches of snow. And by the way, the Cascades, which the first system that's I was talking about in California, they're in the Friday. They're going to get, I don't know, one to three feet of snow through the wow. passes. So, I mean, they're going to get slammed. The cast, the, the, the Sierra and Siskiyous are going to get slammed. And then, well, I haven't even gotten in the next week yet. <laughs> so basically, don't try to move from one side of a mountain range to the other. No, not from know. late. No, no. You know, in, in Washington, Oregon, I wouldn't do that after tonight. You know, you've got time in the Sierra uh, uh, until Thursday and Friday till that second storm. Um, and, and again, this brings rain down in Los Angeles. And I was talking about next week, Melissa, there's it's a little murky because while the troughiness stays in in the western United States, there's some disagreement on where the trough sets up. The, the European, you know, which used to be, by the way, in my estimation, the best model. I wouldn't say that anymore. I think it's I think the GFS has caught up. I agree. Uh, uh, they abs- absolutely you can never that. underestimate that. And then, too, once yeah. you get close enough, you got to look at close range models, which I think a lot of forecasters can forget. Yeah, I'm not a NAM fan. I hate the NAM. I Fair think enough. it's the worst model out there, except except and I don't want to get too off the topic, but East Coast cyclogenesis. That is mm-hmm. that is when you have an East Coast storm, a storm coming up the coast and it's strengthening. The NAM does very well with that. Other than that, it's just it's it's very questionable in my mind. But anyway, European keeps the trough up, you know, closer to inland, mm-hmm. you know, next week, while the GFS is more offshore. It's a difference of about 150 miles, 200 miles in, you know, this far out. That's like a pinprick, mm-hmm. you know, in the overall scope. I mean, that's not much. But if that trough stays offshore, like the American models suggest it's going to. There will be next week another five to 10 feet of snow in the Sierra. So we could be taught if, if the GFS pattern with if that trough stays offshore and it's not inland, you could be talking about from now till the end of the year, Melissa. I kid you not, 10 feet of snow, like five, six thousand feet, but up above eight thousand feet as much as 20. If that, I mean, if, it's a yeah. big if. The trough has to stay offshore because if it stays offshore, you keep bringing this west. You know, you keep having this west southwest moisture coming in low heights and it keeps thumping snow. So, I mean, that's why I I, I hesitate it. You know, I, I feel very comfortable five to 10 feet of snow this week ending mm-hmm. Sunday. But there you, we can what do another five to 10 hmm. by the if this pattern holds true, they're going to be well I'm wondering how close they're going to be to normal seasonal average. Mm. If this pat, I, I wonder because they're at about 20% now of normal for the entire season. Yeah. We're above normal. And the season goes until May, May. Yep. May. But most of it falls through, through March. It, I mean, by April, mm. you're pretty much done. Yeah. You're starting to wrap up, but I, I'm wondering, I was kind of considering it April, but yeah, I mean, I mean you, but pretty much yeah. you could still get in April. Yeah. But pretty much you're wrapping happen up in March. But I mean, think about that. Another from where we are now, 10 to 20 feet of snow. It's if and I want to stress that because I'm afraid that you're going to see on Twitter. Bernie Reno says 20 feet of snow. Fall. I'm not saying that. I feel very comfortable this week 
ending on Sunday, five to 10 feet of snow from where we are now to where we're going to be by Sunday. And if this trough stays offshore, we can get another five to 10 next week. I mean, that's amazing. And that would really put a dent in that drought. I mean, it, it absolutely will. I know some people don't want to hear that, but it, it will. We've got to just send you to like Donner Pass. That would, you know, you, that, that would be, would be it would be huh? very exciting. But well, Bernie's that gonna be and awesome. that and getting your your Packers. I think Packers. it's. I, I asked my wife coming? again, and she smiled at me. Uh, I think it's coming. That's good. I think it's coming. All right, we're gonna get going. So anyway, tomorrow we're gonna talk more about these storms. We got two of them coming. One Christmas Eve, Christmas morning from the upper Midwest and the Northeast, and then one hot on its heels Saturday and the Sunday Midwest, Northeast. And in the West, it's just, I, I well, let's just take this week mm-hmm. and then we'll continue to see where this trough sets up next week. All right. Have yourself a good uh, uh, Tuesday. Uh, make mm-hmm. sure you download the AccuWeather app. Uh, we'll keep you updated and um, everybody have a good Tuesday. Thank you for listening to today's edition of Weather Insider. For the latest in breaking weather news, be sure to follow Bernie Reno on Twitter at AccuRaino. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and review all of our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.